Hey everyone, welcome back to What A Week. I'm your host, Olivia Lee, here to deliver your weekly dose of the news. Let's get started. In local news, it is one scorching hot week for Portland residents. The Pacific Northwest is currently experiencing a record-breaking heat wave with an all-time high of 112 degrees Fahrenheit reported as of this past Sunday in Portland, Oregon. The National Weather Service in Portland predicts that on Monday, it will hit 114 degrees in the afternoon, breaking this past Sunday's record setting 112 degrees. Sunday's high had broken the 108-degree record set Saturday, which broke the previous high of 107, first set in 1965. Along the West Coast, more than 20 million people are under a heat warning or advisory from the Canadian border to the Mexican border. The TriMet this past Sunday shut down all MAX lines until Tuesday after record high temperatures began disrupting the light rail service. Portland's record-setting temperatures strained the power grid and overhead wires delivering electricity to the MAX, a system built to run in conditions as high as 110 degrees. TriMet said mechanical issues caused by the heat wave disrupted MAX blue, green, red, and yellow lines earlier Sunday, and high temperatures forecasted through Tuesday morning would put MAX trains at risk of more disruptions. In state news. Last Friday, Oregon Governor Kate Brown announced that the state will reopen by no later than Wednesday, June 30th. Brown's new executive order will lift all state COVID-19 health and safety restrictions, including the statewide mask mandate, physical distancing requirements, and capacity limits, when Oregon reaches a 70% first-dose vaccination rate for adults or by June 30th, whichever comes sooner. Under the new recovery order, masks will no longer be required statewide, but they still will be required in some places under federal guidance, including airports, public transportation, and healthcare settings. In national news, Derek Chauvin, the former police officer who killed George Floyd on a Minneapolis street last year, was sentenced last Friday to 22 and a half years in prison. Under Minnesota law, Chauvin will have to serve two-thirds of his sentence or 15 years, and he will be eligible for supervised release for the remaining seven and a half years. The sentence exceeds the Minnesota sentencing guideline range of 10 years and 8 months to 15 years for the crime. Floyd's death last year has since sparked massive protests across the nation over police brutality. Chauvin, 45, was convicted in April on charges of second-degree unintentional murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter for his role in Floyd's death. In international news, last week, Sydney, Australia's largest city, entered a two-week COVID-19 lockdown along with some other surrounding areas, as authorities are struggling to control a fast-spreading outbreak of the highly infectious Delta variant that has grown to 80 cases. More than 1 million people in downtown Sydney and eastern suburbs of Australia's biggest city were already under lockdown due to the outbreak, but health authorities said they needed to expand the curbs after more infections were recorded, with exposure sites increasing beyond the initial areas of concern. New Zealand has since suspended the travel bubble between the two countries. Australia has been more successful in managing the pandemic compared to other advanced economies. Through the application of swift border closures, social distancing rules, and high compliance, Australia reports just over 30,400 cases and 910 COVID-19 deaths. But the country has struggled with its vaccination rollout, and states have been plagued in recent months by small breakouts. These outbreaks have been contained through speedy contact tracing, isolation of thousands of people at a time, or snap-hard lockdowns. Lastly, here is the wildcard news for the week. Despite the historic heat wave that wiped through the Pacific Northwest last weekend, there were a number of records set at the track and field Olympic trials held in Eugene, Oregon. Ryan Krauser, a 28-year-old from Oregon, heaved a 16-pound iron ball farther than any other man in history. The shot splashed into the dirt 23.37 meters away, making it the new shot put world record by a quarter of a meter. On the same weekend, Sydney McLaughlin set a new world record for the fastest time 
by a woman on the 400-meter hurdles by crossing the finish line at 51.9 seconds. Well, that wraps up What A Week. Stay safe and see you guys next week.